Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Uh, because of delays in our regular game tonight, we are playing a one-shot. We call this scenario Stained Glass, although it goes by another name that we'll put in the credits at the end. It was created by our friends over at Reckoning of the Dead, and it's available there for free. I'm your GM, and this will be the second time we've run this one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. St. Bernadette's Catholic Church sits on a small hill in the Parks District of Kingsport, Massachusetts. Two months ago, one of her parishioners, Mrs. Sylvia Wiggins, was struck with tragedy when her husband of 35 years was gunned down by an unknown assailant in a parking garage only two miles from home. Sylvia, a woman of faith, was stalwart in her beliefs as a Christian and prayed that uh, and prayed that her husband now rested in the arms of the saints in heaven. Her friends from the altar society were concerned for her health and well-being and tried to comfort her in her grief. Later, they told the situation to the head of the ministry, Mrs. Uh, Miss Virginia Penwhistle, who immediately took charge and organized a three-day tour of old churches dotted around New England. On the morning of September 21st, 2010, a Monday, the four church ladies waited in a small breakfast cafe across the street from the church. They waited for Virginia to arrive in her 2008 Chrysler Town and Country. They waited without knowing the terrors that play ahead of them just down the road. Go ahead, ladies. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, miss, I can't get a refill on the coffee. Please, please don't keep it too short on of me. Of course, of course. Oh, thank you. Here you go. go. Go easy on the coffee, Mary. It's, it's, you know, it can be bad on your heart. Caffeine is, is quite a, uh, it's quite a stimulant. It, it is, but uh, I don't, I, I just don't want to miss any of the lovely uh, architecture that we're going to go see. I want to stay awake for it. Now, of course, uh, hopefully uh, Virginia is willing to stop a few times. If I have another cup, I might need to use the restroom. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to all the art and architecture. I brought my sketchbook. I hope to get a lot of excellent designs. Um, hopefully I can uh, get some designs from these churches and uh, make some really nice stained glass for myself uh, for some new art projects that I want to do. Um, but Sylvia, I am so glad that you decided to come with us. I think we're going to have a really great time. I, 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 I'm sure we'll find it quite edifying. Uh, and it's true, I haven't been out and about very much since, uh, since Herbert was taken. Oh, yes, it, it, was, it was so bad. But I, I do think, think this will help you. I mean, just seeing different pictures of our, our Lord and Savior, you can think about Herbert in his arms now. And uh, and so, well, you'll see him again, of course. The funeral was lovely. Yes, yes. And you know, I know when my stew passed away, uh, it was real. It was real easy for me to to stay at home all day and and just you know wish it would all 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 would go away. But you got to stay strong and and staying out here with your friends and and seeing the world. That's what's going to get you through this. I, I, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're quite correct, Dottie. Uh, and I do. Yes, I, I think it'll be a, 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 a sound diversion for me. 
Um, I just wish, you know, that, that Herbert could have come along to see the wonders that we'll see. But I guess uh, he's, he's seeing them from above now, isn't he? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, his, his views are a thousand times better than anything we'll see today. He's oh, with the angels true. now. That's very true. That's George, very the true. diner opens, and Miss Virginia Penwhistle um, comes walking in, and she looks around, and she sees you. Well, ladies, I'm glad you're all here. Uh, are you ha having breakfast? I'll, I'll join you a bit. Oh, I, I say this heart-healthy omelet is, is uh, uh, quite a treat. I'm a quite reasonably priced, too. It's on the senior menu. Well, we've got all sorts of things in store. Um, I, was, uh, I was going to put together a, an itinerary but um, our printer wasn't working at home, so um, I'll just, I've got, I've got it here. I can go over it a bit with you if you want. Um, that would be lovely. Our first, our first stop is we're going to head over to Arkham, Massachusetts. Now that's like an hour and a half drive from here, but oh. uh, they've got some really old buildings there. Um, uh, we're going to go to St. Clair's. They have a really a lovely old cemetery. And I hear that there's all sorts of, you know, spooky Arkham rumors about that area as well. Then we'll head on over to Alsbury, um, St. Luke's, and then uh, we'll hit Dunwich, uh, which uh, has St. Daniel's uh, church in it. And after that, we're going to be heading to the Greyhaven Hotel and staying there for the evening. And then uh, the next morning, uh, we're going to drive out to Gavin Falls and to St. Peter's Church, uh, and then uh, Willisburg uh, up in New York. Uh, we'll be all the way out there by that time uh, to Our Lady of Perpetual Help. And uh, then we're going to travel to Malhavik, New Hampshire, uh, to St. Um, I always pronounce this wrong. Uh, our taxes, St. Artaxas. Um, then after that, uh, Rumford, uh, Maine, uh, St. Christopher's, Bangor, Maine, St. Albans, and then uh, El, uh, Ellsworth, Ellsworth, Maine, uh, to Our Lady of Sorrows. And then we'll be uh, ready for our next evening. Cool. Then after that, we have a bit of free time sort of we'll be on our way back by then and we'll stop at any churches along the way that we see so how does that sound oh my that sounds like a full agenda and i i just can't wait well some of these churches go all the way back to 1500s the 1500s 1500s Wow. We are blessed to live in such an historically rich part of the United States. Indeed. Um, oh. So, ladies, do you have all your luggage? We can get that loaded up. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I, I did bring a couple of sweaters. How, how chilly does it get in Maine this time of year? Um, well, it can get a little chilly. So, yeah, it's best to dress in layers. Very good. Um, we should all be fine, though. 
And uh, a couple of places that we're going to stay look like really nice little places, um, little quaint inns. All right. Um, well, I've had some coffee and a, and a bagel. So mm. uh, let's go get us all loaded up. Okay. You Very go outside, good. and that's, in fact, what you do. You load up. Yep. Um, all right. Let's get the show on the road. Okay. Well, I'll I'll take the front seat for the first leg if you if you uh, ladies don't mind. All right. I don't object yeah. at all. Virginia, are you going to be uh, happy driving the entire time, or shall we alternate? Well, we can alternate once we get going. Yeah, that's a good idea. And you nope. can tell that she kind of really likes her car. It's very clean and it's well maintained, even Virginia, if it is two years old. Is this a tour you've done before, or uh, did you arrange this all entirely? We've, we've, we've done things like it in the past, but not for maybe ten years or so. Um, oh. This, this is. Uh, I, I did some research this last week after we came up with the idea, and I, and I found churches that would work. They've all been notified too that we're coming, so we should oh. be meeting the uh, some of the ladies from their altar societies. As well as their uh, their priests, I can't I, I can't tell you how I appreciate all that effort and, and consideration you put into this entire thing. Well, Sylvia, considering the time that you've gone through with your husband, and uh, it's there's nothing that can replace your husband. Uh, but it's time to get some things. It's kind of time to get back up on your feet. You still got lots of years left in your life. They'll, they'll be longer without my Herbert. Yeah. So y'all pile in the car mm -hmm. and you head on out. Now, New England, uh, this time of year is uh, very pretty. Uh, the leaves are starting to turn. Um, hold on just one second. Uh, yeah, the leaves are all starting to turn, and in some places they're in their full glory. So you're seeing reds oh. and yellows and oranges, just a variety of color. And once you get out of uh, Kingsport uh, onto the main roads, um, you're almost traveling down tunnels of trees. Hmm. So that's what most of the roads are like there, with occasional breaks and lakes off in the distance and... Uh, gullies and up up little hills and down little hills and there'll be long stretches of of wilderness almost where you don't see much of anything and then all of a sudden you'll come into a small little village with uh, a, a pretty little white church uh, with steeple and a cemetery there next to the church and this goes on over and over and over and over again as you're going Right. And as you um, as you are approaching Arkham, uh, the trees seem denser, um, uh, but it is a fairly well built up town at this this point in time. Uh, so you drive in, you drive, uh, you're you're actually driving a little bit north in the city, uh, right to the edge of Arkham uh, on the north end of Arkham. Uh, and you pull up to a little church, uh, St. Clair's, 
It's almost in the woods. The woods come up right up to it. And except for the cemetery, which is to one to the um, to the right hand side and going behind the church, um, the forest is like looming up all around it. it. The forest is almost as tall as the church itself. Um, it's on a shady little road, and uh, you pull up there and you get out. It's uh, it's not cold, but it's not warm either. I get my shawl out, and of course, I uh, kind of wrap it, uh, wrap it around around me, and get out and go. Oh my goodness, the the colors of the leaves! Oh, it is what a wonderful tribute to uh, our great maker. Yeah, this is really spectacular, and Dottie's kind of doing some some calisthenic exercises and stretches while she's getting out of the car. Yeah, this is really fantastic. And you you see, Virginia gets out. And um, she immediately uh, walks towards the church. Um, uh, next to the, there's a church, and next to the church is like a little house, uh, which is the, rec the rectory, refectory, rectory, where the, where the priest is. And uh, she knocks on the door. And after a few moments, uh, a, uh, a gentleman in a black cassock, um, uh, well-groomed, uh, looks like he's... Looks like he's about 40. Uh, he steps out and a number of ladies get out as well, uh, come out of the house as well. Um, all of them about your age. Uh, ladies, this is Father Victor. And, oops, I got the wrong one. This is Father John. And uh, this is the head of their uh, altar society, Blair Rutherford. Oh. Nice to meet you, ladies. Did you have a Did you have a nice trip? Oh, it's been it's been quite lovely. You know, this time of year, it's a delight to drive up up uh, along very, the coast. Very very nice. Yes, indeed. It's just magnificent, Miss Rutherford. Thank you so much for inviting us to your to your beautiful church. We can't wait to see it. Well, it's not a huge church, but we keep it very nice on the inside. And is, um, is there a dated cornerstone on the church? Uh, there is the the cornerstone is, and this one is dated seventeen thirteen. Oh, my word! Well, uh, Father, I I can't thank you enough for greeting us like this. Uh, oh, nothing. It's it's nothing at all. We love having visitors. So let's uh, let's take a look in the church, and I'll tell you some things about it. Oh, thank you. So you walk up to the church doors. Uh, you walk around to the front and to the church doors. And uh, uh, he opens up the church doors and you step inside. Oh, my. Wow. This is truly breathtaking. Very pretty. There's little angels up at the top. And he, uh, he uh, points out the year they were donated and by who they were donated. And... Um, the stained glass windows are uh, are very pretty, uh, but but kind of generic. I mean, they're, they're, I wouldn't say generic. They're not they're not different. Most of them are fairly the same. Uh, they have little sayings on them, and they have uh, flowers. Now, this is uh, I actually is that one of the beatitudes that's in the stained glass? Uh, blessed are they 
that are pure of heart, for they shall see God. Yes, it's the Beatitudes. Okay. okay, that's what I thought. Okay. And those are, are lilies? Uh, yeah, do morning? a, um, do a um, maybe a natural world or something like there's, that. There's a church theology um, uh, stat. Can I, can I use that? Yeah, maybe? yeah, you can do that. Okay. I rolled a nine, so whatever it was, I capped to have been successful. All right. Well, you want to say they're lilies, but the more you look at them, the shapes of the flowers and the shapes of the leaves on the flowers, it almost looks like tobacco. Because tobacco have oh. pretty little white flowers. Um, well, then you think of what was going on here way back in 1713 makes a certain kind of sense, doesn't it? Right. I'll be. So he shows lovely. you around the church. The church is well-maintained. Um, and then after that, he takes you out uh, a side door uh, into the cemetery. Mm. And uh, he shows you around to some of the oldest graves. Um, some of them are, are fairly worn down you know, the, 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 the lettering on them. Um, but there's, there's a few from the, uh, the seven, the early 1700s. And I'd like you all to do a spot hidden roll. Oh, uh, hard. I passed. Um, there are parts of the cemetery that are better maintained than other parts of it. And um, there's one area sort of in a back corner of the cemetery where the trees have grown out and they're almost hanging to the ground, you know, over the, over the trees. And you can see there are graves in there that are not well maintained. There's weeds growing around them and stuff like that. And um, you get the impression that uh, Father, uh, uh, Father John is kind of like trying to steer you away from that area. Hmm. Like um, he does, he, maybe he's a little ashamed of it, or maybe he's, uh, you know, right. Well, I asked Father John. I was like, so, so Father John, uh, are any of your, uh, are are you from there? It, area are any of your ancestors buried here oh no i was assigned here about uh seven years ago oh um, oh I, I was actually i'm actually from uh boston oh, oh yes. it looks like you might need to get some uh some some boys out here to to clean up some of the weeds i know we've had to we've had to do that i've gotten some of my my students from the local school to come over and, and help out well we have a caretaker but um, he's been with the he's been with the church way longer than I have, and he's a bit superstitious. He, uh, you know, that there are there are old uh, haunted rumors about Arkham, that there are things that uh, that haunt the cemeteries and, and places like that. He says that that's a bad. He just tells me that's a bad corner. And he won't go out there. Um, so maybe you came up with a good idea. Maybe I can get some 
some of uh, the, the boys from the high school to, uh, to do some cleaning for us. But uh, yeah, he seems, uh, I've scolded him on it a number of times. And he says that uh, he says there are ghouls that live in the, in the ghouls. cemetery. Ghouls, oh my goodness. Well, you know, there are demons that work in the world, but I, I, I doubt they'd be concerned about a, a small corner of a, uh, a church cemetery. Quite a lot of interesting stories about it, too, that uh, people see them dancing in the cemetery naked at night. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on a hallowed I'm, ground. I'm sure it's just those drunk students. I, I was a teacher. I've, I've seen it all. And these kids, when they get liquor in them, they'll do all sorts of crazy things. I agree. Miskatonic University isn't far. Oh, that's that. That's actually a probably a very reasonable. You know, yeah, we we all might have uh, been a little a little more rambunctious in our younger days. Well, I've always stayed away from alcohol because it's the devil's tool. Oh, now now the the the, the Pope says it's okay, so you know I'm sure it's 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 a uh, fine. It, it did not did not wasn't Jesus's first miracle to create wine. I, I just think it's it just leads people down a path of sin and indiscretion and if if you've got kids out here dancing around naked and doing all sorts of things they shouldn't be doing i i think that that is wrong well i'm not gonna argue with that that's that is true but you know well and, ladies um i hope you enjoyed yourselves and feel free to wander about if you wish i'm going to go back to my office um oh. Uh, Miss uh, Miss Rutherford can uh, answer any questions that you might have. Thank you very but, kindly uh, for your time, explore. Father. Thank you. Um, Virginia sort of leans in and says, "Well, we are on a schedule, so uh, maybe fifteen minutes, and then we'll go." Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I Ms. just want to do a quick oh. scan and see if there's any Wiggins graves here that I can find. My my Don't husband's family. Nope. 86. Nope, you, don't, you don't find any Wiggins. I'd like to go check out the uh, organ. See see if it's better than ours. Okay. Uh, their organ uh, looks like it's actually maybe there was damage to the original, but this one's been replaced uh, maybe 50 years ago. Is all. Oh. Uh, and it's not a huge organ. So it's a fairly, it's not a huge church. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Dottie's going to take a, a brisk jog, kind of around the around the perimeter of the church, uh, and, and the cemetery. Okay. I tell oh. you, Virginia, that Dottie exhausts me just watching her. What you can What you can actually do is uh, you can run along the road in front of the church and then up the side of the cemetery. The other side is uh, woods. And it, uh, there's, there's other streets, but they're through the woods on the other side. So you can't really run around the cemetery, but you can run back. <laughs> or you can run through the cemetery. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just taking like, like as trying to get like an out. Show See those dead people what you can do. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> is for the living. If I see if I see Dottie running, I'm going to play the Chariots of Fire theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Um, so eventually Virginia is like, all right, ladies, let's, uh, let's get in. We got another, we got more churches to see today. Oh my goodness. I got three churches a day that we're going to be looking at. Oh, this is a, just a, amazing. I, I, I can't wait to see, uh, see the next one. Hopefully their cemeteries kept up a little bit better. Yeah, it's kind of a shame when you see a rundown, rundown church like that. So yeah. are, are there any notable, if, if I were to stroll over into the overgrown patch, are there a lot of the same family names? Um, there are Abernathy's and, uh, um, let's see, Shoresby and a, and a few other names. Um, the graves are kind of an old style where they have, uh, they're built up out of the ground a bit and they're, they've got slabs on the top of them. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of moss covered, uh, graves. And you do a spot hidden while you're over there. No, 58, not going to do it. Yep. So other than that, very mossy. Some lichens growing all over everything. It's kind of a peaceful spot, you think, almost. Kind of, kind of pretty. And no, um, no, um, uh, the, the slates on top of the graves are not <laughs> burst from within. No. <laughs> Leading to charnel pits that reek of icorn. No. <laughs> All right. The next church you end up in is in Allsbury. And um, it's St. Luke's. Uh, it's uh, Father Gabriel is the priest. And... Um, Pinky Throm is the lady who runs the altar society. Um, the church is uh, 1695 uh, and uh, looks like this. It's a much bigger church in Allsbury. Oh, oh yes, it is oh much more grand. The uh, stained glass windows are very beautiful. Wow. Are those are those illustrated parables? I don't. I'm not sure I recognize the iconography there. There's a fellow sleeping while other people are. Exchanging. I think it's the uh, the Good Samaritan. Oh, the tale of the Good Samaritan. Oh, gee, this is quite grand. Um. You spend maybe an hour there, and uh, then you go to lunch. Um, you eat at a place called uh, the Rocks, Roxbury Inn, and the food is okay. It's passable. Right. Um, the waitress is, you know, um, you know, so what do you folks have? Uh, you don't look like you're from around here. You you traveling about? Oh yes, uh, we're from uh, down in Kingsport. We're uh, doing a tour of uh, some of the older churches that uh, we're so blessed to have in this country. Oh, so what? Are you going? You're just for the day, or you're going? 
for for a while or oh, just uh, just a, a couple days of course we got to make it back in time for uh you know sunday we we don't want to miss uh oh, well, of course. service so so like where are you going and she uh she's just being friendly mm-hmm. and um Victoria says to her that they're, that, you know, that you're doing a kind of a loop, and the farthest out you're going is um, is out in Malhavik, New Hampshire. And she's like, "Oh, I think I heard some things about that place out there. They're they're strange people. Those people oh. in New Hampshire, especially especially in that area, there's some strange ones." Oh, what what have you heard? Well, they're not exactly as Catholic as they should be. Oh. If you catch my meaning, I don't think the Pope would agree with everything that they're into. But uh, they've got a strong uh, altar society. Um, but uh, I don't know. I've heard things. I heard little rumors about them out there. And Victoria's like, uh, Virginia's like, well, we're not getting there until that'll be tomorrow afternoon sometime. If we get, get that far. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, and, and we'll be there during the day. And besides, probably maybe they just have a, a couple tenets that, you know, seem odd. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're good Catholics. Well, it's, it's kind of remote out there, you know. People get funny ideas. Do you mean something like 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 a like a woman priest? I've heard I've heard of some some churches that do oh, that. Oh God it's, forbid! No, it's no. quite it's quite the scandal. They're not they're not they're not insane. Oh, no. oh. you know, Goodness. just um, I don't know. I just a little maybe a little, you know. We we love Mary, but maybe a little bit too much Mary. You know, I uh, I have a good Mexican friend, and she loves the Virgin Mary even more so, maybe than our, our dear Lord Jesus, and, and and maybe you know, maybe maybe it's something, maybe it's something like that. Oh well, maybe those people down south. Wow, they're all yeah. over the place. Anyway, yeah. enjoy your meal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Um. So as the afternoon wears on. Uh, you end up at uh, St. Damiel's in Dunwich. Um, I don't actually have a picture of this. Uh, it's a fairly small church, but it's it's pretty old, 1590s. Oh, when they yeah. estimate that it was built. Uh, it's made mostly of stone. And the, uh, the, the priest is a Father Uriel, but he's very old. Um, and... Um, the head of the altar society is a woman named Asenath uh, Devlinson. And she's got a really dark sort of cast about her. She's, her eyes are almost a little bit too sunken in and her hair is black and you can't quite tell the color of her irises. They're really cold, dark. And she's not too smiley, you know. Mm-hmm. She uh, she shows you around. She gives you the history, but it's all kind of in a matter of fact. And there are no other church ladies with her, right? 
so she's the only one. Uh, the church is not in good repair. Um, it's so old. Um, you can tell places where it's been patched and it's been propped up and, and things like that. And you just don't get the friendly vibe from her that you do from most of the others. Oh, um, that's a shame. But after about an hour, you, uh, you finish up there. And then you drive to the Grey Haven Hotel for the evening. Right. Uh, the guy behind the desk is named Pete Blanchett. And uh, he seems very nice. Well, Pete, uh, any recommendations? Any local fare around here that uh, the locals say you just have to eat there? Oh yeah, there's a, there's a nice Italian restaurant, uh, uh, just like uh, three doors down, uh, same side of the street. Um, that's that's a really nice place. Uh, Mom and Pop, uh, uh, what Italian name pop into my head? Uh, <laughs> uh, Malari. Uh, uh, oh. yeah, they're, they're a great couple. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd highly recommend that. Let's get y'all situated up in your rooms. What sort of place is the Grey Haven? Uh, it's like a little inn. Uh, probably it's a bit more modern than it actually seems. They've decorated it to make it look like, uh, you know, an old country inn. Um, his, maybe his wife did a lot of the decorating because there's a lot of knickknacks, things like that everywhere. But it's not like a a B and B sort of situation. It's a proper inn with you know more than ten rooms and right. No, it's built it's, to purpose. It's probably only got six rooms in it. And um, you then find out this is the first time you find out that uh, Virginia has booked a room for herself and then two rooms for two of you each oh wonderful i mean i i just i just think that's that's uh, awesome i mean Dottie, sh should we we bunk up i mean sure I, that way i won't compete with you for the mini bar i'll just have a couple oh i never i never touch the stuff i never, never touch it that's why I, I, it's all yours if you if you want oh to i don't want yourself. it all that that's crazy that, that. that was very tactical of you mary you're a little more wicked than I thought. Oh, I just like uh, to wet my whistle. Right. So you have a very uh, pleasant evening. The food's good. Uh, you end up wandering back to the uh, inn. Oh, let's say about 9.30, 10 o'clock. And uh, you all get ready and you head for bed. Uh, I'm not going to have you do power rolls. You all sleep somewhat restlessly. Um, something about that waitress saying something like there's some queer folk out there. And then meeting that last lady at the, the church. Um, it just, it, it sort of weighs on your minds. So when you go to sleep, you all sort of have these fairly vivid dreams. So let's, I'm gonna say them out loud, but these are all private dreams. So you don't, you know, okay. unless you wanna tell each other. So um, Sylvia, 
you have a dream where uh, there's smoke. You, 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 you're, in, you're in the dark and you can see there's smoke in front of you. And there's kind of a, a strange, um, sweet sort of uh, stickiness to the smoke itself. And as you are sort of uh, brushing the smoke out of your eyes, you realize that you're in a, a small little room. There is a table in the center of the room and you feel like uh, there, there are a number of men sitting around the table and you, you kind of have the feeling that you're not alone in the dark. You're, you're part of a group of people that's standing in the dark watching these men and you see one of them uh, make some sort of a monetary exchange with the other and purchase what looks like maybe drugs of some sort, um, little yellowish crystals, uh, at which point the man across the table uh, leans out of the shadows and uh, it's your husband. And you wake up uh, with with a start in the middle of the night. Uh, Mary, um, your dream also starts with smoke. There's kind of a white smoke, and it's moving around almost musically. And you realize that there is a rhythm, of a, a pounding of a drum, and in the center of this room, there's like a shaft of light shining down and there is a, uh, a pillar uh, made of some sort of shiny metal that's going from the floor up to the ceiling. And you realize it's not, it's not quite a pillar as you come to it. It's, it's, a, it's a pole, uh, just about you know, an inch and a half or so in thickness. And you're swinging around it, and you're swinging around it. And the, the music is getting almost hypnotic. And all of a sudden, this man jumps up on stage, and uh, a, a, another very large man with muscles comes flying out of the darkness, beats this guy to a pulp, and says, get the hell out of here. And you wake up. Oh. Oh, um, Edna, uh, you have a dream where you are in your house and you know that your kids are coming to visit. Um, you've been preparing all day for them to arrive and you're really looking forward to it. Um, they arrive, the door opens, uh, the kids come in, they're happy, they're, they're joking. It's cold outside, you can see it's snowing. Uh, they give you their jackets to hang up. And as you hang them up, all of these items come pouring out of the pockets and things. And you realize they're all things uh, that were from the 
the, the local uh, uh, five and dime. And, and there's a knock at the door and it's the police. And you oh. wake up. Uh, and Dottie, um, you find yourself in the locker room uh, near the, where the pool is, where you do your aerobics lessons, your water aerobics lessons. And you're in the, uh, in the locker room and you're looking around and nobody's looking. And you go into your locker and you pull out your kit and uh, you uh, take the anabolic steroids and you, you get them in your syringe and you stick them in your, I think you stick them in your leg maybe. Um, not exactly sure. Oh, you're, you're muted. Your butt. Uh, your butt. Okay, you stick them in, yeah. in your butt. Yeah. And then you find yourself standing in front of a mirror. And as you're standing in front of a mirror, you're looking at your arms and they're starting to grow. And you can literally see the muscles rippling under your skin. And you look down at your legs and they're rippling, but they're not stopping. They're continuing to grow and grow and grow. And you feel the skin stretching and you feel it splitting as your muscles are forcing their way out of your skin. And you wake up, uh, you can't breathe, you're like this. And that's what happens to you in the evening. So when you get up the next morning, you're not exactly completely rested, but uh, it's breakfast time. You're, you're about to all sit down. Well, ladies, how did you all sleep last night? Oh, uh, well, maybe maybe Daddy was right that 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 third third um, mini bar drink of scotch it, it, it might have been wrong. I just had had a I had a a vivid dream of a man getting getting beat up in front of me. It, it, it was it was just awful. Well, you know what they say: guilty consciences. Well, I mean, I didn't beat him up, so I slept great. I don't know what Mary's talking about, and uh, and Dottie, uh, you know, kind of excuses herself to go to the bathroom, and um, she's she's taking her bag with her, um, and she's she's in the bathroom for for about five ten minutes. I I, I lean over to Edna and he's like, she didn't sleep great. She was tossing and turning all night, which is probably why I remember my dream because I can get a deep enough sleep with the way she was tossing. <laughs> well, ladies, you know we all have uh, things in our past that we're probably not happy with. That's what confession is for: clean your conscience, get it out in the open. Yeah, I just never. Sorry. No, go ahead, Edna. I just never can sleep very well away from home. I just always have trouble. Oh yeah, I I I, I understand that. If you, if you ladies excuse me, I'm gonna go out front for just a bit. I go out there and uh, smoke my cigar. <laughs> <laughs> But none of you have ever seen her smoke a cigar. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let the viewers know what I was going to do. <laughs> Have my little perfume bottle to cover it up when I'm done, though. All right. What are, um, what are the other two doing? Are you just finishing your breakfast? Uh, I, 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 
I haven't, uh, I don't feel like I've slept a, a, a solid night since uh, Herbert was taken from me. Uh, but the place seems nice enough. Were you well rested? Oh, yes. Slept like a baby. It certainly is a very nice hotel. Yeah, I think that they've probably done a great job yeah. putting things I together. Love the ambience of the rooms and how personal everything is. Uh, uh, Pete is our uh, hotelier. Yes, is that right? Um, you know we're. Uh, uh, we're on a, 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 a roundabout church tour, you see, looking at uh, old and, and noteworthy uh, religious institutions. Uh, and everyone's been uh, awful friendly and, until, I have to say, we came uh, here to, to Dunwich. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the priest there, Father Ariel, seems like he's not really up to business anymore and the the head of the altar society that woman asinath she seemed uh well less than welcoming are are, are you cast you know those folks um no i really don't but nothing good could come out of dunwich so dunwich is you know got a has always had a bad reputation well, you'd think a, a church that dates back to the 1500s, you'd think uh, a place like that would be... Uh... You'd think. There have been very strange things that go on in that town. People disappearing. Um, why I hear, you know, I heard rumors that a long time ago an entire family disappeared. And there's a, there's a place up on the hills out there that nothing will grow. We are, uh, we are uh, also, we're, we're headed later toward Mount Havoc, New Hampshire, and we've heard that's an odd place, too. Do you know it? No. Virginia, New Hampshire, that, that, that area out there. It's a lot of woods, a lot of creepy stuff. I don't know. It's, it's a bit remote. Um, that's the farthest out you're going. I wouldn't go any farther out than that. Yeah. Well, there's rumors that there were vampires in the... Uh, in Vermont. Uh, I think it was actually tuberculosis. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think us God-fearing folk have to worry about such things as nah. vampires. I wouldn't worry too much. Just just watch your pocketbooks. Well, thanks kindly for the advice. Edna, is it just me, or has Barry been outside for a long time? Certainly has. Uh, should we go check on her? You know, right. if, she, if she takes a minute longer, I think we ought to. As, as you two are talking, Dottie comes down and um, she, she stumbles a little bit when she sits down and, um, you know, you can smell like really strong, like mouthwash, like, like she's, she's just like brushed her teeth, but like with only mouthwash. And um, she's like, well, we got to get this show on the road, huh? We got, we got kind of a, kind of a long day. Edna, do a spot hidden. Okay. That is a regular pass. Okay. Mary, also do a spot hidden. Uh, that's a hard. Okay. 
So I'm going to say what happens is as uh, Edna opens up the front door, uh, Mary, you quickly ditch the, ditch the cigar. And Edna, you maybe see a whiff of smoke and you might smell the cigar, but you don't see anything. So it's kind of like... I get out my perfume and start... Oh, Edna, Edna, how, how, how's it going? It's going well. We were worried about you. You were taking such a long time out here. Oh, I just uh, wanted to have a, something about the eggs. Just the smell didn't, wasn't, wasn't going good with it. I mean, probably uh, probably that, that third scotch is still upset me and, and all. I just thought I'd need some fresh, fresh air. I'd like, like the Lord's, uh, Lord's uh, air to, to, to get someone started up. Well, that certainly sounds reasonable. It is a very nice day out here today. Oh, very crisp. All right. So um, the rest of you wander outside, finally. You've you paid your bill. And uh, Virginia is like, all right. And she's got her itinerary going through it. And she says, now we're going to have it head out to Gavin Falls, um, which is our, our last stop in Massachusetts before we hit New York. Oh, well. Excellent. New York State. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I wouldn't want to go to the den of sin of New York City. Virginia, would you like me to take a, a turn at the wheel for you? Sure, Sylvia, if you feel up to it. Absolutely. Perhaps Dorothy could just run along the side of the car. <laughs> oh. I'm just I'm just gonna sit in the back for a little bit and she has her sunglasses on and it's faintly, faintly snoozing. You can kind of hear in the back. Okay. Uh, Gavin Falls is right along the highway here, right? There's no trick to it. I didn't make any clever turnoffs or nothing. No, it's not difficult to get to. Just stay on this road. And, and she shows you on the map where you're going. Well, uh, Virginia, if you, if you uh, like to rest, I can, uh, I can take shotgun and uh, read all the map for Sylvia. All right. I'll sit in the back. Oh, okay. Thanks. I don't mind. Just don't, don't, don't be careful. You know, it's practically a new car. It is, and you've maintained it. Like, it almost still has that new car smell. Yeah, but it's kind of, I don't know, a, a faint whiff of like, I don't know, scar smoky smell. perfume. Yeah. Well, maybe someone that took it for a test drive uh, was a smoker and. You just kind of got into the, you know, I've, those cloth seats, they'll hold anything. Well, I've, I've had it since it was new, two years oh. ago. Well, I, yeah. I've, I get some of my clothes from the thrift store, so, you know, maybe I, I didn't wash in, wash in enough, yeah. Well, we've all had a change of clothes, so we should be refreshed and ready to go. We've bought some snacks and things like that to eat along the way. Mm. Um all right, so Gavin Falls is not very far. Uh, St. Peter's Church, um, Kay Peabody is the altar society lady and Father Victor. Um, you spend about an hour there. It's a pretty church. They're starting to get a little bit generic. Same, you know, the, the churches are not that, that varied and different. Uh, Willoughby, New York, you arrive there. It takes you almost two hours to get that far. Um, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. It seems like a very generic Catholic church. Uh, Donna Bishop is the uh, 
the society lady, and Father James is the the priest. He's a fairly young fellow. Um, after that, you start to head in New Hampshire, and uh, you go into the hill country, and the uh, the trees become very very luxurious. Uh, the uh, the fall colors are turning. Uh, in this area, almost all to a dark red. Uh, it's uh, oh. it's pretty the way the light sort of shines through them. Makes you almost feel like you're inside of a stained glass window. Um, uh, you you travel up the the road narrows. The road gets a little bit uh, less uh, less traveled, as it were. Oh, and you come so fast. In, you come into a very small little village. Uh, and the sign on it says Malhavik, New Hampshire. Um, it's almost like you've stepped back in time a little bit. Uh, this could easily be, you know, uh, or 1800s in this town. Uh, you see a man with a horse. Uh, you see, now it's not really that way. You know, you'll still see a car here and there. Uh, the houses are fairly old. Uh, and as you pull through town, you see the church. Uh, it is a fairly small church, uh, but it's made of stone. And uh, this is what it looks like. It's almost got an English feel to it. It's definitely mm -hmm. from that style of, of church. Oh, my. And as you pull up to it, um, there is a whole bevy of uh, uh, older women uh, who are standing outside. Some of them are doing a little bit of gardening. Uh, they're, they're sprucing up the church. There's some flower beds and things like that. Uh, but most of them are dressed in, in good clothes. And uh, one of them in particular, a woman who has uh, kind of silver hair, with a, a few sort of blackish streaks in it. Reminds you of the Bride of Frankenstein, maybe. Um, uh, she smiles as she sees you pull up. And uh, the ladies who are working on the garden stop working and they stand up and brush themselves off. And they all start moving towards you. You count, you think there are um, maybe nine of them all together. This is the biggest turnout by far. Wow. They must not get a lot of visitors. And uh, one, uh, the, this head lady with the, the hair, uh, she immediately uh, moves towards your car uh, with a smile as uh, uh, you, I'll start piling out of the car. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, oh, welcome, welcome. You've, uh, you've managed to get here after all. Uh, my name is Agatha Crumb. Oh, Agatha. Well, thank you. I mean, my name is uh, Mary Mary Hansen, uh, and it's it's such a pleasure to meet you. And so, what a wonderful turnout! Yeah, quite the welcome wagon. I I heard uh, on the from the telegram or I guess I don't know, from the email. Did they have email two thousand ten. I I heard it on the grapevine that you were coming all the way from Kingsport. So that's that's quite a drive. Did you leave uh, uh, yesterday? 
Oh yeah, yeah. We've been uh, touring and all, and this is we've been ch- checking out some of the other uh, churches, and they were starting to get. I mean, I don't want to talk bad, but they were starting to get a little generic. But but yours is is definitely a breath of fresh air. It's so so different. Ours Quite unique. Really yeah, it looks almost like a castle. Yeah, yeah. I probably from the English. Well, she she would know all of the details. Um, early English. Um, actually originally built probably by the Puritans uh, mm-hmm. and taken over by the Catholic Church at a later date. Um, uh, it's built almost entirely of stone, uh, except for the, the, the roof itself. Um, now she apologizes. She says our priest, Father Gregory, is 92. Oh, and my. we have made numerous requests that they send us a new priest and so far nobody wants to move out in this far out in the country mm. so what what can we do we just have to make do we actually haven't had services for uh months oh good heavens yeah. are you it's still able to we have praise prayer services okay you're still able to give confessions of course i mean you know well we don't know that he hears everything <laughs> Oh, but but, but but remember that 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 he's just uh, relaying it to God, and God God hears. Yes, and I'm spilling my coffee all over my face. Oh, be careful, dear. <laughs> um, um, she says, "Well, welcome, welcome. Let's show you around." The rose window over the door is magnificent. Oh, it's very old and very beautiful. Um, she takes you inside, and uh, like like so many really older churches, there's a predominance of red in the in the glass. There are other colors, uh, but almost all of these uh, stained glass are um, geometric patterns. They're not uh, they're not intricate little people pictures like you've seen in some of the other churches. Um, it's almost like that level of stained glass just wasn't available when this church was built. At least not here in New England. But the church is dark. Uh, it does not have electricity. So they do everything with candles inside. Um, so the, dark, the the church is fairly dark, except for the, the lovely light coming through the windows. Um, it's clean. Uh, and the church is in pretty good repair. You can see some damage to the, the stonework here and there, but that's been that's been repaired pretty well. Um, uh, you sort of break into groups with some of these other ladies. Uh, they all seem to be very friendly. Um, they, uh, they all show you around and, uh, you're not exactly sure which one it starts with. Uh, by the way, uh, here's the names. You've got Mary Duffy. You've got Prudence White. You've got, uh, Bridget, uh, Green. Josephine Wilkins, Mary Gump, uh, Lily Prentice, uh, and Daisy Summers. I think that's the right amount. Anyway, you have the right amount. <laughs> you, have, you have those. Yep, that was seven. Um, and they, uh, uh, one of them starts it, and it says, oh, you know, um, where are you staying tonight? Victoria tells them. And, and she says, uh, Oh, you know, why don't you stay uh, with uh, Agatha? Um, she actually comes from an old family. 
They have a very large mansion. And um, we were all going to have dinner tonight. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. Oh, uh, what do you say, Virginia? I mean, you know, a free stay? I mean, that Social Security check only lasts so long. And it'll certainly be more interesting than, uh, than staying at the, the end that we were going to stay at. Yeah, that sounds great to me. I, I would love to see your house, Agatha. Well, we don't wish to impose, of course. Oh, it's no imposition at all. We knew you were coming, so we're fine. Well, this right. is a much warmer welcome than down in Dunwich. So attached to the church uh, is the same sort of uh, like a little building where the priest lives. Uh, but there's also next to that another little building, which they show you is like the church library. And it's got quite a lot of uh, old books in it. It's got a lot of records of the church. Uh, all of the parishioners, you know, the records of all of the parishioners and all of the baptisms and, and all of the things like that. Um, why don't you guys do a spot hidden poll? Ugh, fail. Fail. Success. That is a pass. Yeah. Okay. Normal so, success. So Sylvia and Edna, as you're looking around, um, you notice that some of these books are pretty old. Um, you're thinking like 16th century, some of them. Mm. Uh, the, the bindings on them are in fairly good condition, but they're damaged. Um, you see that a lot of them uh, are, were inherited from the Puritans that were here before. Uh, they just, they were in the library, they stayed in the library and the Catholic Church has sort of inherited them. Uh, one in particular that you find uh, is, uh, was written by a, a, a Puritan theologian, William Perkins, um, who is rather famous. Uh, if, do any of you have like theology or church stuff? I'm not, I didn't pass my spot in well, it, but I have church theology. You're in there and they, they'd point it out to you. Yeah. Have you ever seen such things? These, these are the sorts of things you see in museums. I have a, um, I don't think it's an extreme success, but a hard, hard success okay. for church theology. Um, you would know that, um, that William Perkins was a big proponent of predestination and um, sola scriptura. Uh, the only the Bible, so he was really anti-Catholic. Mm. Oh, this is quite strange that they would have a have a book. Um, uh, Agatha, Agatha, dear, yeah, this is quite a collection of of books. Um, but from my knowledge of of theology, um, I I, I find it kind of strange that you would have such uh, anti-Catholic literature here. In, in oh well, I think that so many of these were Puritan and. They only have value as museum pieces, but um, I don't think anybody's been in here for, you know, years. I doubt that Father uh, Father Gregory even knows what's in here. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, quite an interesting find. And she looks okay. at the book that you're looking at, and she goes, oh, William Perkins. 
she says, uh, there was a, there was a piece of work, uh, very popular in the Puritans, but, uh, uh, he was also a bit of a witch hunter. Oh. And, uh, she pulls out the book that you're looking at and she says, yeah, this is, um, this is a volume, uh, dated, I have the date, where's the date? Um, uh, 1590, uh, all about uh, the, the discourse of the damned art of witchcraft. Hmm. Kind of thing that Puritans would write. Yeah. Um, it's all superstitious nonsense. She puts it up. But um, anyways, ladies, please you know, feel free to look around. And um, I'm going to go back to the house and and prepare and uh, the ladies will bring you yeah everybody knows where i live oh thank you fantastic thank you here hmm. you think they if they don't want to read the books they could sell it and you know wire their church there's quite a museum for this sort of stuff in arkham i'm sure they'd pay a fortune for this i'm certain any library museum would be thrilled to have these in their collection in some ways, it's kind of a shame to have it just sitting here on a shelf in the middle of New Hampshire. Yeah, no yeah. one's going to look at this stuff. Yes, whole that's place probably for better. If you if you do a do another spot hidden. Ooh, fail big time. I failed. Uh, I passed. Okay. Edna, you realize that it's it's actually a first edition. Oh. Wow. So it's the first wow. printing. Wow. This is the first printing of this book. This is quite exceptional. Do a, um, well, I don't know what you do for smell. Um, you, you can smell the book. And unfortunately, we'll do an intelligence roll, we'll say. Okay. Uh, pass for me? Oh, uh, yeah, you can do one too. Okay, pass for you. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't make that. I failed okay. it. Well, Sylvia, you noticed the smell of the book. And uh, when you. I think you, there might be mold here. Yeah. This is shameful. Uh, so, I. So the book's worthless, actually, to any museum because it's already infected with yeah. mold. Yes, these but, things are not being cared for in the way they are to be, I fear. Yeah, there's a lot of dust in the library, so you can tell. Yeah, it's is, neglected. This is a real shame. I mean, you know, these things might be uh, heretical, but they are uh, historically valuable. That's a pity that nobody's minding them. Yeah, and we've moved past, uh, you know, destroying heretical works, uh, especially if they're historical value. So quite so, quite so. Uh, is this uh, Tom the most valuable book on the shelf? Shelves? Yeah, you'd think so. If it was in, if it was in good condition, it if it were in proper like care, more, right? Then. Um, is everything here uh, written in English, or are there things in Latin? Uh, there are some things in Latin. Some of the some of the newer things are written in Latin. 
um, a lot of the church records stuff is actually written in church Latin. You're guessing that Father Gregory, who is in his 90s, probably reads, writes, and speaks Latin. Hmm. He's probably pre-Vatican II. I'm not sure when Vatican II actually was, but... I think that was the 50s. Yeah, so he's probably pre-50s, easily, if he's 90. Hmm. Well, well, I'm going to go check out the rest of the church. Of course, I uh, want to check out if they have any musical instruments. Um, they have a very small pipe organ, and you realize that it's actually the kind of pipe organ that you have to pump. Oh, wow. So you pump it with your feet while you're playing it. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a crucifix in the nave? Uh, yes. Is it also uh, quite antique? Um, so we have a wooden Jesus up there? Probably not as old as the church itself. Um, but uh, the pews and everything in there look like they're ancient. And, uh, um, Tom, this is, this is the church that the, the diner waitress had, or this is the community that the diner waitress had kind of warned us about, right? I'd say they're kind of weird. Yeah. What's, what's the iconography like in the church? Is, a, is there any like predominant theme to that there's iconography? A, there's a, a little niche with a statue of the Virgin Mary on the right-hand side. And there's a, a painting, you think, of St. Joseph on the left. Um, and then a big crucifix behind. Other than that, uh, it doesn't seem that odd. Um, uh, you do notice that Mary has flowers on her. That's not that unusual. Mm -hmm. Maybe the woman just, maybe it's just rumors. Do, you, I mean, if do anything, I? Oh, if anything, uh, Dunwich was by yeah. far the weirdest place that you've yeah. seen so far. Yeah, people. Yeah, that, that Asenath woman looked like she needed some vitamin D. If she was friendlier, I would have given her a recommendation for a brand, but whatever. Uh, Oh, she looked like, I hate to say this, but she looked like her family tree might not have branched that much. <laughs> Quiet. Mm -hmm. So, Edna, do you, do you think uh, these stained glass windows, maybe you could bring back this motif of not having pictures? Not yeah. I... Ch a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it's definitely a different design. Um, uh, Tom, did you you just describe these the stained windows as just sort of a collection of of glass and colored yeah, glass? They're 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 not abstract like in the '60s. Just imagine that you know you've got the window, and then you'd have a, a red circle and a red circle and a red circle, and then green and yellow and purple and blue around the got edges. Very like, basic. Yeah. Geometric designs. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> well, I guess this is really just kind of the best they can do way out here in the woods like this. Um, everybody do a spot hidden, just sort of looking around in the church. Gosh. Dice went cold. Success. Well. Success. Hard success. Okay. To those of you who got successes, as you're standing there looking around, you get just a little bit of a chill 
because of the stained glass windows, everything in the church looks like blood. It's, it's very red. Um, you're looking at one another and your faces are red because of the, the stained glass windows. And it, 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 it's kind of creepy, but maybe it's just morbid, just being morbid. Hmm. I, I'm gonna step outside for a little bit, ladies, and, and get some fresh air. Okay, no problem. Mary, other, you're a big fan of fresh air. I, I am, I am, but you know, uh, only once a once a day is all I I really need in the morning. Get gets me going. Are, are the other church ladies still about us? Yes, yeah, they are, um, and they're uh, affable like Agatha is? Um, yeah. Um, do a, what's again, sort of do a spot hidden. Uh, just made it, 46. All right, they seem to have, they seem to be very smiley and very friendly uh, when you're approaching them but usually just before that moment, they'll be uh, sort of whispering to one another. And you're wondering if they're, you know, it, it, you almost get the impression like they're saying, get a look at those ladies, you know, like this, like they're gossiping a little bit with one another um, until they see you looking in their direction. And then they're just like, oh, have you, you know, noticed this, uh, the roses that we planted and, Um, it's still friendly, but it's, you know, church gossip stuff. Right. And about half of them were, were doing gardening and have overalls on, and the other half are in dresses? Well, they weren't really doing any. They, they all have their dresses on, but they're, um, you know, they were just doing some light, sprucing up the garden, making it look pretty, and not really doing heavy-duty heavy, heavy duty work. Just brushed off their hands. And... Um. They also yeah. say they also seem to know each other pretty well. They all function, you know, as a as a group. The way you so guys I, function as a group. I assume that all you ladies uh, are are local to this town. Yep, we're all yeah. uh, all raised here. Uh, are, do you all have families uh, go back as far as as uh, Ms. Crumb? We uh, we all have families that go back quite a ways, but we think that Mrs. Crumb has the uh, the oldest lineage in the area uh, she probably in fact goes all, you know all the way back to the puritans and, and so forth oh her family came uh came to the faith later on then uh to the catholic faith yes yeah that's interesting uh is the uh i i would assume that the the protestants in town would be awful jealous that you got this beautiful ancient building uh and We've had it for so long, I, I don't recall there ever being any any problem. Um, there's, not, there's not a lot of other uh, congregations in the area. How, how, it's a pretty small town, I understand, right? A few hundred folk or? Yeah, that's all. Thousand? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I suppose, yeah, you don't need too many uh, houses of worship. Well, and we haven't had an active one in, in a while now. 
um, until they send us another priest. Yeah, do you all complain to the diocese about this? We have, yes. We've sent a number of letters. At least Agatha has. And and this uh, this poor old Gregory feller, he's uh, he's healthy but not active. Is that what? Yeah, he's he's in his dottage. Uh huh. Yeah, ninety two's uh, not a young man after all. Was he here for a long time? Um. Yeah, twenty or thirty years maybe. But he's he's not a local man himself. You'd think that they'd have uh, they'd have a priest that come up in the town. It's probably in the church records when he was actually assigned here. Um, we're not exactly sure. Like I said, 20 or 30 years ago. Normally the Catholic Church rotates their priests, but nobody wants to come out into our, our, our beautiful little town. I say the foliage out here is so stunning. You'd think anybody, especially if they were near retirement, would want to come out to a place like this. Indeed. Um, Dottie's kind of walking around outside in, in the cemetery, um, <coughs> kind of looking, looking at the gravestones and, mm -hmm. and admiring the foliage and the, the shrubs, plants. Yeah, you, you, uh, it's pretty well maintained. The, the ladies seem to like roses, so there's lots of roses uh, here and there. Um, there's a lot of the, the graves that have little iron gates around them. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. It's an old-fashioned sort of thing. Uh, but one of the larger stone, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, a tomb, ma mausoleum tomb, um, is, uh, is crumb. Hmm. Makes sense. She's... Their family is quite well established around here. They'd have the largest monument. Um, do a, I'll have you do another uh, spot hidden. Let's just see if you notice something. This is in your conversation with these other ladies. Awesome. Oh, okay. No. Switch those dice. Okay. Those of you who passed, um, <coughs> in conversation with them, um, when you start talking about the church past, um, you get the distinct feeling that uh, they have total contempt for the, um, the Puritans, uh, that they were a bunch of backwards, superstitious Christians, not like the Catholics at all. Um, and that they, uh, uh, you know, the whole thing that went on in Salem was just deplorable. Well, that's the sort of thing you have, you know, the, the more history you have, the more uh, shenanigans folk get up to over time. Uh, I mean, here you have this, these ancient books in your library and, they're, uh, and the thought behind them is primitive. Yeah, predestination problem with predestination is once you decide that God's decided before you were born that you were going to go to hell then burning witches doesn't uh, doesn't have any consequence to it it, it uh, I mean yeah if you're 
predestined. I mean, you know, what's the point of, you know, living a good life if you're already, your choices have already been made for you. It makes no sense. Hmm. But, so anyways, um, shall we all head towards uh, Agatha's house? Oh, yes. I, I, I'm quite excited. Maybe I could whip up my famous macaroni salad. Or, well, I well, think I she's, was, got, she's got everything planned. For oh, she does. Oh, my goodness. Well, well this, is, this is beyond what I expected. This, this is amazing. So wonderful the faith is bringing people together. So um, you have kind of your choice. You can drive uh, or you can um, walk, uh, but it's a bit of a walk. So well, in Virginia, you... you want to have your car nearby, and and if you know if we need to make ourselves scarce, if we are overstay our welcome, we ought to be able to skedaddle. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I'll uh, those of you who want to come with me, I'll drive, and if you want to walk with the ladies, um, that's when you notice that none of them have their cars there. Hmm. <laughs> that Tadio. Dottie will take a walk with them. She she likes a, a brisk afternoon evening walk. And they just told Virginia, drive up the hill and you can't miss it. It's, it's the, the, the house there. So oh, who's going to go with Virginia? I'm going to go with Virginia. My COPD probably wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Dottie. Okay. Walk. So Sylvia and Mary, you drive with Virginia up to this big uh, mansion looks like it's um, I don't know what you'd say uh, Edwardian maybe <coughs> maybe Victorian uh, pre pre Edwardian um, and it's uh, it's it's old uh, and it's um, it's predominant color is kind of a dark green uh, at one point it was probably painted in very, uh, you know, multiple colors, the way a lot of Victorian uh, places were. But in this case, it's, it's at some point they've stopped trying to do all that little rickety-rackety paint job and they've just made it kind of a dark green. Uh, so you pull up to it in the front <coughs> and maybe you wait uh, until the, the other ladies come up the, the drive. And uh, you walk into the front door. Um, uh, uh, Agatha is there to greet you. And she lets you in. She says, you know, come in, ladies. Please make yourselves at home. Uh, she takes you into a parlor. Uh, it's, it's a big place. And she's got a lot of nice, beautiful antique furniture. And, you know, she says, make yourselves at home in here. I'll be bringing in refreshments. And... Um, the other, some of the other ladies are going to help me in the kitchen and uh, just enjoy yourselves. Oh, well, well, thank you. I mean, this is, this is beyond anything necessary, Agatha. Thank you very much. So one by one, the other ladies seem to trickle out for one reason or another. Oh, I'm going to go help uh, Agatha in the kitchen. Uh, this and that. And after a bit, you find that the five of you are all alone in this parlor. Hmm. Um, 
there's bric-a-brac here and there and there's stuff. Virginia's like, well, this is this is really lovely and interesting. I wonder what the rest of the house looks like. Oh, I wonder if she has a liquor cabinet. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she did say make yourself a home. Yeah. Should we do a little exploration? Yeah, I don't stay in one room in my home. Yeah, I want to go to kind of take a look at look at some of this stuff. They had a, an amazing, uh, amazing foyer. Yeah, you right. two are so wicked. Well, <laughs> like Mary said, she said, "Make ourselves at home." They've been nothing but but accommodating to us. And, and no, it's true. And I, you know, uh, all all of mine and Herbert's family together. None of us ever had anything half as grand as any of this. No, All right, so you're going to wander about. Um, was there a garage? Uh, there was not, not that you could see. Maybe it's behind the house. We're parked on some gravel drive. Yeah. And there were no other vehicles evident since all the other church ladies walked up? Uh, you think there might be a, a car behind the house? Uh, looks like... Uh, just a car. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, All right. So you're wandering about, uh, you can see that, uh, that Agatha has her own little library, um, uh, in a room right next to the parlor that you're in. Uh, most of the books in it though, it doesn't look like there's anything really particularly old. Uh, except there are collections of, they almost look like encyclopedias, but they're, they're various scholarly works, uh, possibly collected by maybe her husband or somebody like that, but nothing of really any great interest. Um, hmm. The kind of stuff you'd see in any, any library. There's also, you know, dime store novels and, and things like that that she's been reading. Nothing sinister or strange. Oh, she likes her Harlequin romance. Right. Uh, no, you do too, Mary. Well, We're talking about that one with the cowboys. Mm-hmm. They're all cowboys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, this is uh, quite, quite nice, but you know, I wonder if there's any. Uh, yo, this is such a big house. I wonder if there's a, a secret passage. Wouldn't that be that? That would be something to go home and tell tell the ladies about. Oh my! Oh, you've been reading too many of those novels. I'm well, sure. yeah. Uh, well, I uh, kind of like start pulling each book out, like <laughs> thinking it's a switch. The lamp, the <laughs> yeah, the, lamp. <laughs> the candelabra, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, did she mention anything about her husband? I don't, I don't think she did. No, I don't. He's at. No, I, I, I recall one of the ladies referred to her as Mrs. Mm. So there must be a husband about somewhere, or there was maybe. Oh. Children. Married. I wonder if there's any children around. You don't see any signs of children. Mm-hmm. Is there any uh, family pictures or portraits? There are there are a fem, uh, there are quite a few uh, 
portraits and and uh, not portraits. They're they're photographs of mm -hmm. uh, of people. Looks like other relatives as well. Maybe she's got brothers and sisters. Um, they all look about the same age as her. <laughs> you do find a couple of pictures of her with her husband. Okay. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any sign of him around, so maybe he's passed away. Right. And we haven't passed through town, really, have we? We came through the forest to the church. You came. You came through a little bit of the town, but like I say, it was like a, it was like you were in the eighteen hundreds. It was an old. All right. All right. A small hamlet. <laughs> right. Yeah. A fellow with a horse, and you know, yeah. Odd, odd. And a dear, you know, I have a slight headache. Could could I look at your in your purse real quick? I just I just want to see if you have any aspirin in there, or if you could grab it. Oh, sure. I could certainly see if I have anything that that might help you out. So, okay. Um, and and Dottie's kind of looking closely at, at her at her bag while she's while she's rummaging around in it. Uh, okay. What well, what's that? What's what's that right there? What's oh, what? Oh my goodness, Anna, Anna! I can't believe you. This, what? this is a towel from the inn. Did you? Oh well, my goodness. Well, you know, when you go on holiday, you have to have souvenirs. Well, oh. I'm, I'm sure you could have asked. They probably would have given you it. Oh, and, I'm, sure. Uh, I'm sure. It's no big deal. I remember my kids, they used to drive, dry themselves off with a towel that said Howard Johnson for the longest time. They thought it was their uncle, and I just let him go with it. It's no big deal at all. Well, Howard Johnson, Hojo's is a big chain. That was a little head. You know, Ed, so they're going to have to replace that. Well, they're going to charge Virginia for that. Mm -hmm. Won't that be embarrassing when Virginia gets a bill for a, a hotel towel? Maybe we can stop by there on, on the way back. We can make an excuse. You can Simple make an excuse mistake. to back. My hair was wet. Something something on that order. I could just say oh. I, I packed it in by accident. Oh, I don't think you need to return it. That would be just so embarrassing. I mean, it'd be better just to give. But Mary, Mary, they're going to charge for Jenny. You know the well, count those things. It's well, wrong. It's yeah. just wrong. Well, well plus it, it's plain wrong. That's well, right. now it, it, if they're going to charge her, then then we've paid for it, so it's not stealing, and then we just give the money to Virginia, so it's just like we bought it. I mean. <laughs> You know. It's not as though Virginia offered, would you like a complimentary towel as a souvenir? Heaven's sakes, land sakes, good heavens. I'm sure that these kinds of things happen all the time to hotels and restaurants and whatnot. So I'm certain they do. They won't think twice about it. Exactly. All right. So as you're walking about the house, uh, looking at some of the other rooms, you come to a place there is a like a double sliding door a big wooden thing very very ornate and um who wants to attempt to open it oh i will okay so mary you go to open it and you realize that the that it's latched closed uh but it still opens about oh half an inch maybe three quarters of an inch and you can see inside. Do a spot hidden for me. Oh, that is a hard. Um, the first thing you think is that it's the dining room. 
except that you're pretty sure you saw the dining room down there, you know, when you were walking around. Um, you, you look inside, you can see there's a, a fairly large table in the middle of the room and that there are chairs all the way around it. And they look like they're draped with something, um, hmm. like, uh, like somebody's thrown their jacket over the back of the, uh, the chair, um, except that they're all the same. They're, they're like, um, like a, a black cloak has been thrown over every single chair uh, hanging on the back. And there's something in the middle of the table that you can just sort of barely see. Um, it looks like um, a small pile of red velvet mm. and something kind of brassy and shiny on it. And, 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 and it looks like, uh, like chicken's eggs. Uh, can I see where the latch is? Like, if I get out my nail um, file, you can't, could... you can't seem to figure out where the where the thing is. Um, well, go, wait. Go ahead and do a luck roll. See if you can. What was my? Oh, I'm sure my luck's not ninety nine. So, <laughs> well, not... we'll say that just as you realize, you know, the latch is here, and that you could maybe stick your finger in and lift it up. <coughs> you hear the ladies coming down the hall. It's like, oh, we're, we're, we're just about ready if you ladies like, would like to join us. Uh, where is your powder room? Oh, we'll I show you where that is, and they show you where the powder room is. Okay. I go in there, and I do what people do when they visit people's houses, open up the medicine cabinet. <laughs> okay. It's just, just a powder room, what you right. expect. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but you can tell that there's no masculine touch. There's no shaving kit or anything like that. So you're pretty sure if she had a husband, he's dead. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, you have a very lovely meal uh, with these people. Uh, when subjects of religion come up, uh, you can still tell that there is a great deal of animosity towards Protestants and uh, especially the Puritans and the legacy that they left behind. <coughs> um, after dinner, uh, Agatha suggests, she says, there's, uh, there's no point in uh, having you try to find an inn at this, this late time in the evening. So you can all stay here. Um, I will, I will put some rooms together for you. Um, and, uh, she leaves. Now, by this time, the ladies have trickled out. They've all right. gone home. And so you're there alone with Agatha and she's left you back in the parlor again. Um, and there is alcohol. You've all had a little oh, bit of alcohol. Good. Good. Uh, and you've heard her go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're alone again. It's like, so uh, I know none of you saw it, but with those sliding doors when they, they came and got us, there was uh, this room on the other side. It had a table, and there was a lot of, uh, like, velvet and eggs. It was it was most strange, and oh, my goodness, I, I, I just... I, I want to check it out maybe later on tonight. You know, you know, once Agatha goes to sleep. 
looks like you found your your secret passageway with your snooping around. Exactly. Oh, it's in the conservatory. <laughs> with the with the candlestick and it's Colonel Mustard. Gosh, you just always want to find a mystery, don't you? Well, that's what that that makes it exciting. But oh, it was it was it was quite curious. For a moment, I thought it that was where we we're going to eat because it looked looked like a dining room table. Maybe it's their formal dining room, but a house of this size and uh, the the wealth of her family, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a two dining room house. Maybe that was where the gentlemen had their cigars after after dinner and brandy oh. back in the day maybe they you, you think they might have some cigars in there oh virginia's like well now mary you've got my curiosity up oh yeah it, it was, I mean, she's yeah. She, she's upstairs yeah. she's going to where is this room i uh walk her to it all right you guys gonna come well, I'm half ashamed, but I can't really resist. Dottie, Dottie's going to kind of like keep watch. She says she'll 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 keep watch. She's kind of in on it. If you stay by the bottom of the stairs, Dottie, that's where everybody always put me. I'll, I'll make I'll make a noise if if if, if oh, I hear that. Yeah. You hoot like an owl. That'll fool her. It, it's 2010. You could just text me. <laughs> uh, my jitterbug's all out of juice. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. They probably. Am I getting? I don't really get a signal out here, anyways. (laughs) All right. So you go to the door. You uh, once again, it opens a little bit. You're able to get your finger in there, or like you say, a fingernail file. Yeah. And uh, you lift the latch, and the doors open, and you're not surprised that you thought it was like a dining room. Um. It's a it's a an oval shaped table, and there are chairs arranged all the way around it. There are thirteen chairs when you count them, and the one at the head is a bit bigger, uh, a little more ornate. Each chair has draped over the back of it uh, looks like a piece of black cloth, uh, and when you look closer, you realize that there's some kind of robe. Hmm. Well, this is this is strange. Maybe her uh maybe her husband was a mason. I heard they had all kinds of strange rituals. That is exactly what I was thinking. It looks like some sort of uh silly old man's club ceremony. In the center of the room on the table is like I say uh it's, it's like a piece of of velvet um uh, and sitting on the velvet is what looks like a dagger, uh, a bronze dagger or a brass dagger, and um, what look like eggs, but they're not, they're not really egg-shaped. They're odd-looking. Mm. Well, those are the darndest things I ever saw. Uh, oh. it, maybe a lump of wax for some... Well, let, let's let's. I'll reach over and uh, pick pick uh, the bumpiest one up. Okay. Um, it's oddly rough, but it looks smooth. Um, 
almost like it's got a, a, a very small texture to it. Um, it looks kind of pearly, almost like a pearl, but a different color, kind of a, a, a yellowish brown, maybe, you know, like, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, you could say bone, but it's not, it's like ivory is what it looks right. like. Okay. It's got that sort of off light yellow color to it. Um, and when you look closely, there's, there's like little pinprick holes all around. So it's got like a, it's made of something. It's not particularly heavy, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not, it's not really light either. It's maybe feels like it's made out of wood or shell or, or something like that. I'll smell it. Okay. It doesn't have any smell at all. <clears throat> you also notice that there is a lectern over near the head chair, and there is a book sitting on the lectern. Well, let's oh. have a look at that. All right. I'm also curious about the uh, the art of that dagger. Does this seem very old to you, ladies? It does yeah? Well, everything everything we've seen seen in this town seems old. It, it's like they keep everything. All right. When you go over to the lectern. Uh, the book that is on the lectern, uh, you immediately recognize it as the Discourses of the Damned Art of Witchcraft. Uh, but this looks like it's handwritten. And it looks much older than the edition that you saw in the church before. This is the book by William Perkins, possibly the manuscript itself. But why in heaven's name would these Catholic ladies have this book? And there's a bookmark in the book. The, uh, you flip to the bookmark. And in addition to the actual page in the book, there is uh, a typed out uh, piece of paper. Uh, it, it's attempting to more or less uh, <clears throat> translate into a bit more modern English, the uh, very old Elizabethan or whatever, pre-Elizabethan uh, English. And it says this. Ladies, this page says, summoning from bodies, partial or whole, necromancies, foul art, to summon the spirits of the dead and converse with them or bid them upon some action. From the wicked woman's tome did I scribe this text to know if it be true. Nimble are the feet of rats that gnaw upon the bones of the dead, whose flesh has long gone, but whose spirit lingers in the ether. I have them bones for some part thereof to create a passage back to us. Cross back along the silver path to the present. Cross back along the wind and clouds. Recombine from the peace I have. I have something to ask of thee before you return to fire or sky. Come now, come at once, I command thee. Let's play in witchcraft. I mean, that's just... That's, that's just blasphemy. 
the idea that you would use uh, just a, a that you would try to uh, summon a part of a person like that seems ter terrible to me. Just, uh, I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm going to run out of the room or scurry out of the room. I'm very anxious, okay. but I'm thinking of Herbert. I'm going to find Dottie at the stairs and, you know, make sure. Sylvia, you, you look, you look like you've seen a ghost. What, what, what's going on? Dottie, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, Oh, but uh, this, this, there's, there's very, there's a very strange foot at this woman's house. I have to tell you. I'm, I'm getting kind of the, the, the creeps here. Do you think maybe we should, maybe we should go find some excuse? I don't think it would be unreasonable for us to, to get out of this house. I have to say, we'll see what the ladies have to think. But I don't. Yeah, where are here. they? And Virginia must have her had rooms for us already, like the Grey Haven. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm sure there's, we can find something. We can drive drive a little ways into Battleboro or something. I'm sure there's a town nearby. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a place we can go, but but is this some sort of a spell, you think? Are these ladies witches? Oh, no, no, they, they, they can, I, I think we're jump jumping to conclusions. Maybe well, it, they're it, just... It sounded like some sort of spell to summon up the spirits of the dead to talk to them. Well, I, I, I can't disagree that that's what it sounded like, but just because they have an old book, well, the more I talk about it, the more I'm running out of ways to justify this. Well, I think I'm a good Catholic woman, but at the same time, I've played with a few Ouija boards in my life, haven't you? Well, I mean, I mean, Sylvia, maybe we could find out what really happened to your husband. What do you mean, what really happened? If, if you could, if you could, well, he was mugged, wasn't he? We could find out who mugged him. Oh, you mean to bring the perpetrator to justice? By finding out from your husband who did it. If we could actually summon him up. This... This isn't a Ouija board stuff. This is this is black magic. You think that's some sort of seance table in there? Well, who knows? They said these women were a little odd. Well, I mean, odd and communion with the 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 dead are are two different things. I mean, odd is, hey, uh, you know, I. I don't bring fried chicken to the church church social, you know, but <laughs> I think we should leave. This just does not smell right to me. You say that, Dottie, and as you say that, Agatha steps into wherever you guys are, and she says, oh, no, no, you can't leave. She says, uh, we need you. What? Uh, who is we, Agatha? The ladies, the ladies and I. But they all went home. She says, they're coming back. And she pulls out a gun. Oh. Now, ladies, please, back in the room. 
where you were. And she's pointing at the, the room with the table. Well, well, Agatha, this is this is just not right. I mean, you know, you're you're communing with the the dead. You're you're risking your eternal soul. She's like, you don't understand at all, but I'll explain it to you. Please, back in the room. Okay, okay. There's just no no need to be hasty. This is um, this is an outrage. Feel free to choose any seat you want, except that one. But okay. I, I, I assure you, if I, if I have to, I can use this. And she shows us the gun. How's, how does the gun look? Well maintained? Yeah. Modern. I mean, how would you really know? It looks like a, looks like a Colt 45. <laughs> Sylvie has seen a few firearms. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, in her day. But this is not a this is not a, a a rusty revolver that she pulled out of a basement. This right. is a functional. Uh, uh, um. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my cricket phone onto the table as soon as I'm seated. <laughs> there, there's got to be a big nine one one button on that sucker. Did they have something like that? Maybe they do. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I fall in and I can't get up. So yeah, and and Dottie Dottie has her life alert with her, which she did pack. I, I did write it down, and so she's 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 surreptitiously tapping the life alert. Um, hopefully, something something will will happen with that under the table. All right. Um, I, I well, I, I I'd like you both to do luck. I uh, I rolled a success, twenty six. Yeah, how about you, George? I did not. I failed. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, you, guys I... Sit, you guys sit down, and uh, Sylvia, you you have your phone out, and I don't know whether there's a button, but whatever, you dial nine one one under the phone, and uh, the phone rings, uh, but you, I mean, it's it's silent. You've got it set on silent. Um. Dorothy, on the other hand, when you hit the little life alert thing, you can hear like that. And Agatha looks around and she says, what's going on? You've got a life alert. Whose is it? A life? No. Come on, ladies. How dare you call us ladies when you treat us in this fashion? I'm sorry, but we couldn't pass up the opportunity. And you hear uh, you hear the door out out in the front hall open and close, and you can hear people coming in. Oh, who who is that, Agatha? Oh, that's the other ladies. Don't worry. Um, the other ladies begin to come into the room, and you can see they've all changed out of their. Their colorful dresses into black ones. Oh. Uh, you'll also notice that uh, Agatha is now wearing a black dress as well. They come into the room smiling the way they were before, but they uh, they each grab their cloak and they they put it over themselves with the hood. Um, and they and uh, Agatha says, "Now, ladies, I'm going to have to ask you also to put on the cloaks 
You see, we need 13 for this to work. Well, all the black, or are we mourning something? Or We're going to attempt uh, a magical spell. We are, we have been studying uh, some of the uh, works of our ancestors. Uh, this um, uh, William Perkins uh, was a witch hunter and he murdered a number of our relatives. It's our intention to call his spirit up and to uh, make him pay for what he did. An eye for an eye, restitution. We're going to, going to hurt his spirit. Mrs. Crum, I cannot believe that you're asking us to engage in such sacrilege. Well, all you have to do is just sit there. Now, the other ladies are sort of forcing you to stand up and putting the robes on you as well. Okay. Well, hang on. I, I know how to put on a, put on some robes. I mean, right. she says, she says, William Perkins, uh, after he had burned a number of the coven uh, for witchcraft, uh, they put a, a spell on him. Uh, and he uh, immediately developed bladder stones, which we have managed to acquire. And she points at the, uh, the egg-like objects on the table. Hey, Scott, he would have been tortured to death with agony having such things inside him. He was, and now we're going to continue that agony. And you dug them up from his grave? Yes. You and, are... Uh, Quite stark raving mad. You realize that, don't you, Miss Crum? This is preposterous and I'm furious. <laughs> you say I'm mad. I'm furious. Hasn't this, this man suffered during his life? You, 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 your ancestors made sure that that he suffered. Why, why subject him to more? He's probably in hell now. He, he did not accept the, the word in, of, of Jesus Christ as told by our Catholic Church. And so, therefore, he is, he is in hell. Isn't that enough for you? No. He's lauded uh, uh, by many as a great theologian. And we want to punish him for everything that he's done. Yes, I think that he is in hell. But we want to give him a little hell ourselves. Well, I think you're asking us to damn ourselves to hell, engaging in your satanic ritual. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't revenge. It's, it's restitution, she says. Mm. She's now then, ladies. We're all gathered here. You all know the story now. I've told it to you. Let's see what we can do. And she moves the, the stones uh, right into the dead center of the, the thing. And she picks up the dagger. Um, and uh, she begins to recite, Nimble are the feet of rats that gnaw upon the bones of the dead, whose flesh has long gone, but whose spirit lingers in the ether. I have them bones, or some part thereof, to create a passage back to us, cross back along the silver path to the present, cross back along the winds and the clouds, recombine from the peace I have, I have something to ask of thee before 
you return to fire or sky. Come now, come. I want, uh, at once, I command thee. And she keeps repeating, come, come, like this. And as she does this, these stones, they sort of glow a little bit. And you notice two of them rise up into the air. And then the other two sort of follow them. They're sort of hovering just a couple of inches above the table. And then this sort of slime begins to form itself around the, uh, the balls and sort of coalesce. And it begins to grow and it gets bigger and bigger. And you begin to see other spheres inside of it and it becomes bigger and bigger and you start to see tentacles moving out from the the mass and uh agatha sort of pulls back like this you're not seeing the reconstitution of a human being but this monstrous blob that begins to develop eyes and mouths all over it and the thing suddenly lunges across the table and chomps down on Agatha as all of the women scream and jump oh up from the table, including you. Oh my God, this was, a, this was I told you it was bad. I, Virginia, where's the key? I got keys, let's go. I start hobbling. Yeah, Dottie's, Dottie's running out of there. Okay, and you just, everybody do a dex roll, actually. Okay. okay. And we can all do, I can do sanity rolls as well. Uh, fell the decks. Uh, I just passed it. Passed the sanity. And I passed the sanity. Okay. I'm dexterous and mad. Okay. If you pass the sanity, 1d6. Oh. If you failed it, 1d20. Three points for me. Just one loss for sanity. That's 13 sanity points. <laughs> <laughs> Someone grabs Sylvia. She's freaking out. Uh, if you've got more than five, uh, do an intelligence roll. And this one you want to. Oh, of course I made that. Almost a hard success. 33. I. I, I, yeah, I, I had a hard success on that. Okay. So if you both uh, uh, pa failed your sanity, or you've got more than five, and you've passed your intelligence roll, roll a 1d8. It is a three for me. Five here. All right. Um, uh, Edna, uh, you begin... Where's my dice? Uh, you begin screaming uncontrollably, and you will do so uh, <laughs> for the next nine rounds. Oh, jeez. Okay. So you're just screaming violently. Uh, Sylvia, uh, You are completely speechless. You're trying to scream. You're trying to, yeah, but you're you're hysterical, and you're just 
you don't you don't you don't know what to do. Um, the other ladies, did you pass your dexes? I did. Okay. I did not. So Dorothy, you managed to leap to your feet and and get to the door as this monstrous thing begins uh, thrashing about the room. Uh, Mary, do a luck roll to see if it actually. Zero one. Nice. Okay. Um, the thing sort of violently flails around the room, and just as it does, you lose your footing and you fall to the ground, but it misses you as a result. Um, Edna's just screaming, and, uh, and Sylvia is backing away, but she doesn't know what to do. Oh, for, uh, for Sylvia, it's going to last for five rounds. Um, <clears throat> all right, the thing is thrashing about, and you're all moving except that Edna isn't. She's just standing there screaming and sort of shaking. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Okay, so, so I'm at the door? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dottie, Dottie hears Edna scream and she's going to turn back and try and pull, pull Edna out, like try and, try and just yank her out of the, out of the room. Okay. Do a grapple pull. By the way, at the same time, this thing is thrashing about, uh, a number of the other witches have been just turned to blood splattered on the walls. Is it? A few of them have made it out the door as well. Um, What's the grapple roll against? Uh, it's, it, I'm sorry, it's just um, fighting brawl. Brawl. Yeah, fighting. Oh, your brawl roll. Okay, yeah, I passed. All right. So you uh, managed to grab a hold of Edna and drag her backwards towards you. Okay. As this thing okay. is thrashing about and chomping down on people as it as it can. Um, Mary, get get Sylvia, get her out of there. Fuck that! I'm gonna crawl under the. I'm gonna crawl. Mary! <laughs> My lord! Yeah, she's on her hands and knees on the ground. So. Yeah, I'm gonna crawl under the table and, and start crawling under the table toward the door. <laughs> okay. She can go but join her husband. <laughs> as, as you're doing that, this thing, a uh, big pseudo limb on this thing comes crashing down on the table and just smashes the table uh, to the ground right next to you. Um, and you can see that this thing is covered in eyes uh, and, they're, and that they're looking at everything going on. So when people start to move, it starts to attack them. But there are enough other people in the room that it's managing to get that it's missing you. Um, after a couple of seconds, you're all at the door of the, the <laughs> seance room. Uh, what do you want to do next? Uh, Dottie's still grappling at none and just like yanking her out of the door because she's still screaming hysterically and we're, we're trying to head straight for the straight for the entryway. Going down the hallway towards the entryway? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so you get maybe 10 or 15 feet down the hallway going towards it and the whole wall where that the, the sliding door was just goes smashing into the into the uh, the hallway as this thing is rolling about it rolls into the hallway it's tearing up the wood it there's blood splattered everywhere uh it's got one of the the ladies by the ankle and it's pulling her in and 
she's being enveloped by this thing as it's moving. Um, go ahead and everybody do a dexterity roll again as you're heading towards the door. Uh, Did not pass. I passed that. Um, hard pass. All right. So if you didn't pass it, you're going to stumble. So Dorothy and Sylvia stumble. Uh, Mary and Edna, you have a choice of helping them or... Edna's still screaming, actually. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. how I can help. Yeah. Um, I'd say that if Dorothy went down, Edna probably went down with her. Yeah, that makes she's, sense. she's holding on to you. I had her grappled, yeah. So the three of you go down, and Mary, you're, you're almost to the door, mm-hmm. and the three ladies have been left, you know, 10 feet behind you. What do you do? So uh, the things are, if I understand it, are kind of went out the room with this. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's now in the hallway. Okay, it, it almost fills the entire hallway with its. Is there a window in this room? Yeah, there's windows all over the place. All right. And what floor are we on? You're on the first floor. First floor. I'm going <coughs> to run back over to the window. Okay. See if it opens. All right. It does. It opens. I'm like, follow me, girls. <laughs> all right. Um, so you managed to get yourselves back up on your feet, at least. Edna's still screaming. Uh, Sylvia still can't quite talk, but she's, she's coughing. Um, are you going to go out the window, or are you going to continue towards the front door? I'm going out the window. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in three of them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the, 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 the path to the door is clear to this. Pretty much straight on, yeah. Right, it's just straight on. Yeah, Dottie's just gonna gonna try and and uh, and bolt for it, bolt for the door. Okay. Uh, the thing starts smashing up and down. You can see, uh, uh, you know, sculptures and busts go crashing to the ground as the thing is making its way down. Uh, you can hear the faint sounds of women still trapped in the room that are screaming. Uh, but the thing seems to be kind of coming after you. Um, everybody do uh, one more dex roll as you get to the front door. Should I do oh, that? Thank God or... I passed. Hard pass. Uh, yeah, Edna, yeah, you don't have to because because uh, uh, Dorothy's holding you up. Okay. All right. 70. <laughs> Sylvia's having fantasies of fire. Right. Purging fire. All right. So Sylvia... Um, you get to the like the the foot of the stairs that go down into the foyer, and you get kind of hooked up on them, and it 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 trips you a little as Dorothy and Edna manage to open up the front door. Um, this thing, uh, it it bursts into the foyer. It's uh, like right next to you, Sylvia, and there's not really any way for you to go to the door at this point, but you can go farther into the house. Upstairs, possibly? But yeah, you might be able to run upstairs. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm uh, maximal distance minus thinking properly. Right. 
go hide in the closet. <laughs> That's probably what I would do. Um, all right, Dorothy and Edna, you go out the front door as Mary goes out the, the side window. Um, and as you are outside, you're, you're outside for just a moment when the whole front of the house where the, the front door is just smashes out and this writhing tentacled blob of eyes and bubbles and, and, ten, and mouths comes rolling out onto the porch. Um, you can see now that it's dragging a couple of the ladies along with it. Uh, which it then stops to sort of roll back and begin absorbing them into itself. Um, your car <coughs> is parked maybe 20 feet from where you are, and you don't see Sylvia anywhere. And is Virginia anywhere to be seen? No, you don't see Virginia either. Okay. You think she got on. it. We're gonna have to run for it, Edna. Like we, Edna, Mary, Mary, get over here. We're gonna have to run for it. We we don't have the keys. Get the hell out of here. Oh. She's using her PE teacher voice at this point. Right. Get the girl's moving. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the creature stops for a few moments, like I say, to absorb the woman that it's grabbed. Um. It then begins to roll out as you guys, I assume, you're, am I understanding you're running down the hill? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, as you, uh, go ahead and do a spot hidden as you look back. Uh, regular. Past regular. Okay. Nope. Um, so Edna's not looking. Edna, you finally stopped screaming. Oh, uh, good. All you know is that you've got to keep running. Uh, Mary and Dorothy, you look back as you see this thing sort of roll over the, the minivan and just crush it down to, you know, almost nothing. Uh, but it's rolling slowly down the hill uh, in the direction you're running. You think you're running faster than it is. Oh, um, nice. You run down the hill for, you know, maybe five minutes before you come back to the church uh, the big stone church. What do you do? And you don't know where Sylvia is. Sylvia, you've run upstairs, and after just a couple of seconds, you realize all the crashing seems to have stopped. Uh, and then you hear a heavy metallic sort of crunching sound coming from outside, and then nothing. It's almost frightening, this, the silence that suddenly is in the house. You know, I'm, I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes cowering in a dark corner of a closet or something okay. before I begin to look for valuables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right, ladies, what do you do as you're coming up to the church? Are you to keep running down the road or are you going to... No vehicles uh, around. None that you all see. Right. Maybe in the village. The village is just ahead of you. I can't Should imagine. We... I keep running. I'm getting. I'm not. I'm not like Dottie and able to run around the church many times. So I'm going to go into the house of my Savior and hope we. You're going to run into the church. Yep. All right. How about uh, Edna and Dot Dottie? Yeah, I think. I think I'm going to hide with 
with Mary in the church. And the church is in the direct path of, of where this thing is rolling well, down. Well, the, the right? road goes past it, yeah. But. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Dottie, Dottie's not great at physics, so she doesn't know if like the, the stone will be able to withstand uh, the, the weight of this thing. Um, Mary, or uh, she kind of yells after Mary and Edna, I'm gonna run into the town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, and, try and get help, like try and figure out what the hell's going on here. You two, you two stay safe. Okay. Or maybe okay. find a basement. Maybe get into get into a basement. All right. So the two of you run into the church, and uh, you become unaware of what's going on outside because you go into the church. Right. Um, but after a few minutes, nothing seems to happen at the church. Um, so you think maybe it just la- it went past. Um, Dorothy, you managed to run all the way to the village, and there are a number of cars, um, but it's it's late, so it's probably about eleven o'clock. There are no lights on anywhere. Is there a, a police station or a fire station or uh, anything like that? Nothing like that. Okay. Um, She's just going to go to like the nearest house and start start knocking on the knocking on the door. Okay. Um, it takes him a minute to answer the door, but they see this hysterical woman, and uh, they're they're shocked and horrified. What's what's wrong, dear? Uh, where did you come from? Oh my god. Oh my God! There's something going on up at the old Crumb place. Please, can you can you call? Can you call the police? Can you is 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 there anything we could do? There's there's something horrible has happened. The house is, has been destroyed. People are dead. Um. They uh they do their best to they call the um uh, the nine one one same as you guys did, uh but they say that the the police is actually, you know, thirty minutes away or so. They're not going to get here immediately. Okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get everyone out of this town. The town is not safe. There's something out there, and and it, it's it's gonna hurt people. We're gonna have to either hunker down or, or get the hell out of here. All right. So let's finish this up by saying that you make a okay. big row, okay, and you frighten a lot of people, and nothing mm-hmm. seems to happen. Um, when you ultimately maybe the next morning sort of venture back up into that direction you realize that you can see the path where it moved and it moves off the road and into the woods um you eventually find sylvia and you find the other ladies hiding in the church and the place is a disaster and somehow you probably managed to uh explain it away or <laughs> In any case, that's the way the story ends. So, way back when, um, this William Perkins did persecute, he's a real person. Uh, He did uh, persecute the witches. And what he didn't know is that some of those witches were uh, uh, Nyarlathotepian witches. And they managed to curse him. And what they did is they conjured up a Shoggoth and the Shoggoth went in and killed the man and ate him up 
And when the spell ended, the Shoggoth itself sort of, uh, I don't know what you'd say, desiccated uh, down to its, its eyeballs. And these little spheroids were not gallstones at all. They were the thing's eyeballs. And so when she attempted to bring it back using those, what she brought back was the Shoggoth, not William Perkins. So she got what was what she deserved, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> lady. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is uh, our players included David Gassaway, Keith Craig, Julian Arba, and uh, Troy Wheeldryer with yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, Patrick Cody O'Brien, who has pledged $5 a month. Thank you so much, Patrick. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Thank you.